Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Arnista podcast. This is episode number 71. It's our golden episode, Elisa. I feel like you're not yelling at me. I need to turn my headphones up. <laughs> That's a rare one. There we go. Yeah. So if you add our ages together, uh oh, that equals 71, which is our golden episode. What? That's how we come up with a golden episode. I'm 36, you are 35. That's how it liar, works. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, fine. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Like I said, today is episode number 71. Today is Sunday, January 8th, 2017. My name is Mike. By my side, as always, is Elisa the Arista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. I'm looking at your uh, beard in the uh, video, and it's weird. Because of the gray on the sides, it just looks really strange on camera. So thank you, Elisa, for saying that I look really strange. <laughs> oh, no, I said your beard looks strange. <laughs> It just, it it, it's weird visually because it's 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 light and then it's dark and then it's really really dark. Really dark. Yeah, so, you're you're graying just like yeah, it's interesting how it's, it's happening. Uh, yeah, my sides are very. It's gray. happening to me too. Mustache so. and goatee and part of the. So for those of you that may be Patreon members, this this may be this may be our very first ever video. Oh, somebody didn't tell me that. <laughs> no, I told you that. <clears throat> you told me we were recording. We're testing you recording. I'm looking at us, we're testing. kind of off center. So. Yeah, that's I, it eh. feels it feels it feels empty on my side as well. I feel like my shelves are very empty. So if you have suggestions for things for Elise to put on her shelves, send an email podcast <laughs> at Elise at dot com. You already made a recommendation. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yarn. <laughs> How about that for an idea? Weird. <laughs> I was thinking yarn and some of my favorite knitting books. There you go. Except I'm going to come in here and get my favorite knitting books when I need them. But the yarn, I'm probably not going to be using any of my own personal stash anytime soon. No. So you can stick that on the shelf and that'd be fun. That's sad. Sad? Why? That I'm not using any of my own personal stash. So anything that I get that I'm really excited about, I don't actually get to use it because I'm... Why? I have to save it. Because I have to work with shop yarn first. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of good, though, because then I can save the really... My, well, that just sounded not good either. I was gonna say I have to save the really good stuff, or I get to save the really good stuff. But my st- the stuff of the store is really good too. It's not like I miss knitting with my stash yarn. Well, no, I hope not. No. Well, I kind of do because some of it's pretty, but yeah, I don't buy yarn from anywhere else. Well, you haven't in a while. You do once you go and you went to Colorado and got some stuff, right? Didn't you buy some stuff out there? I did. I buy a skein every once in a while. I like going to yarn shops, and I always want to buy. I always buy something from everywhere I go. It's more of a souvenir. Yeah. So as always. We do encourage you to shop local, but if you're going to do some online shopping, which we've got a whole stack of Amazon boxes in the dining room right now, but if you're going to do some online shopping, make sure you first go to elisatheyarnista.com. That's Elisa's blog. Over on the right-hand side, we've got some uh, Amazon affiliate things over there. We've got just a regular banner. We've got a, a Audible thing over there. You can get yourself a couple free books, but what happens is when you click through there, you go through checkout, uh, put stuff in your cart, and go through checkout. Amazon may give us a little commission here at the show, which helps us pay for various things like our microphones and cameras and heat and electricity. And he's very don't say peaceful. his name. The, the, he, I said he. The puppy dog is sleeping very peacefully the husky. to our side, the husky, and we don't want to say his name because then he might awake and not be peaceful anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's very peaceful right now. You can also go to fireflyfibers.com. That is a local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here where we live in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And uh, if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart when you check out, you'll get uh, free shipping using offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And that's, again, everything over $100 in your order. 
Did I didn't talk about the Lexherm last week, did I? I don't think I did. I don't think so. Because I, I don't know how to spelled? say it. That That is how, oh, L-E-U-C-H. There should be an H in there. Okay. But I'm trying to use my little Bluetooth keyboard, and like, it's really tiny. So this is German, right? So uh-huh. it's E-U, so I'm saying it's Loy. Lechterm? Lechterm. Something like that. Okay. So they're like the best journals ever. Oh, yeah, those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, so I've been bullet journaling for, well, over a year now, and I thought oh hey i'm going to order some for the store because i thought other people might want to use them for journaling and they've been doing really well at the store and i just got them up on the website i think it was last week um yeah we have i think we have orange and yellow and teal and black and black or a really dark blue i can't tell it's black or a really dark blue it's black okay it's black and lime and they are they've been a really wonderful company to work with so i've enjoyed they they ship fast and yeah they're a small they're a family family business out of well germany there you go so if so. you're not local now it's available on the website so go mm-hmm. out there make that part of your hundred dollars for your free shipping um i also i'm wearing my where, where i don't know if i have to go left or right to, so people can see i'm wearing my extra life play games heal kids t-shirt that i earned well we earned you earned for me through, I didn't earn it all. Well, I mean, you as in the people oh, there that are that are watching and listening right now uh, for Extra Life. So wrapped up 2016, I think mm-hmm. within the last couple of days, just crossed the eight or no nine million dollar mark, which is absolutely insane. I think last year was a little over eight million. This year uh, did over a little over nine so far. Oh, yeah. And registration has just started. Oh, there's your See, So registration has just started. I don't know if I should go left or right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror. So registration has just started for the 2017 uh, campaign, and I have signed up. I couldn't figure out how to set my goal and stuff. So I was going like to ask that. you if you signed up, but you beat me to it. I was trying to make. I, I was going to make conversation. We well, we're that's what we're doing. We're okay. conversing right now. Okay. Uh, so I signed up for that. Uh, it like I said, I couldn't figure out how to set up the goal for 2017 and some of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to have to go back in there and relook because it's still showing some uh, 2016 stuff. Is the website overloaded like Goodreads last on the first? No, the website seems fine. Okay. It's just I can't. It's still looking at, at the old stuff. So uh, pretty good year overall. So I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I'm I'm so super happy. This is probably the last time I'll talk about this for a while until we get ready for the, the 2017 event. Because that'll be what in November again? Probably. Yeah. Gonna have to, you should. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, I'll probably have things uh, hopefully to have things going on throughout the year. We're going to have to plan in advance because we're going to make sure that I'm not planning classes and everything too. Exactly. So we're going to have to really coordinate. This is yeah. getting so serious now. I don't know now. if they've announced it or not. But, oh, and uh, my friend Micah, who listens and may be watching this program right now, he is talking because he does not have a great computer right now that he can do really any kind of gaming and especially streaming while he's gaming. So he's thinking about buying a computer Really with the intent and the goal so he can participate in Extra Life this year. So we, I might start a team and see if he wants to. We can be a team of two. <laughs> if anybody raise, else is interested in joining Mike's team. You can raise money for the kids. You can email us at Elisa or podcast at elisathearnisa.com. Yeah. So last year in 2016, my original goal was $200. That lasted about five minutes. Well, I set that because I, w- I wanted this nice t-shirt. And so I got the t-shirt. I got the $200. And like, well, that was quick. So I, I readjusted to $750. $750. I'm like, this is a crazy stretch goal. There's no way I'm going to reach this. So through the end of the year, or by the end of the year, ended up at 705 
$705 in, in I that very was very close. Well within reach of the 750. I, I thought that was a crazy silly kind of goal, but it, it it was really good. So to everybody that donated, thank you very much for your donations. We had donations everything from $5 to $100. Average donation was 2712. Um there were 50,390 people that signed up for Extra Life and participated. We ended up at 1,818. So that's top what like one percent two percent i don't know how to do per- i don't know how to do math but <laughs> but that's pretty good if my keyboard worked i could maybe figure it yeah, out yeah so we ended up with 705 dollars the average for everybody participating was 151.85 so we eclipsed that by a lot so thank you all i'm debating whether i should set my goal at 750 i'm thinking i'm gonna put it at a thousand because i I've, think a thousand i've got some ideas and i'm thinking um there might be some giveaways this year so if you, uh, maybe, what are you going to give away? I will come up with things to give away. Try, I've got Rollo. I will no. No. If you donate at least twenty five dollars, go into a drawing and you can win <laughs> Rollo right now. If we could put the camera over there, people might want him. He's pretty calm. He and, might, yeah. We've said his name like eight times and he hasn't moved. Oh, he's exhausted though. He's letting his supper digest. That's true. He, he, he got his vomiting out this morning, and I don't know if that was him. That might have been He Logan. was outside vomiting last night, uh, though, too. Because that or he was howling at the moon, and I don't think he was howling. I think he was getting ready to yeah. let loose. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a rough night, but yeah. Poor guy. So anyway. So no, we, won't, we will not raffle off Rollo. He will not be one of the raffle prizes mm-hmm. or one of the prizes. There will be other things that I'm thinking about uh, trying to procure and secure. For Maybe I will knit something. Maybe Elisa will knit something. You might see some Firefly Fibers gift certificates. Something like that. Maybe huh. if you donate $15 or something, we'll put you into a drawing for gift certificates. So anyway, he, we'll hear more about that as the year goes on. Um, once the stuff is set up for 2017, I will get that uh, posted. I don't know if I'll post it on Elisa's stuff, but I'll start talking about that more when that's available to You're going to need your own website pretty soon. I, you know what? Maybe Or your own page. I'll just get a section we'll of Elisa's we'll, we'll, on your we'll website. We'll give you your own page. There you go. I'll take at over. The, at the edge. At the far right. Because <laughs> right off in the corner in the darkness where yeah. nobody can see me. We won't, we won't even link it. <laughs> Oh, that would be fun. A secret website. A secret, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a secret club. A secret. You can only get in there if you have the if you have the URL and we'll only Sure. We'll, we'll share look at that, it like that an way. email or something. We'll look at it that way. I'll be the only one to ever go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So we talked about the email a couple of times. Podcast, at least at the If you would like to participate in the program, questions, comments, suggestions, ideas for Lisa's shelving back there besides yarn and books. Some... Oh, you were talking about doing a giveaway and I didn't write anything out and I forget what I was going to do. Oh, so... I've got an idea for giveaway. Oh, okay. It's gonna, it, that'll be... Are you going to throw that on me? In two episodes. Oh. Not this episode, not next episode. If we have something to give away, it'll be the one after that. I've got a plan. I had an idea for this one. Oh, we can, oh, we can always do more. But I forgot. It's been... I've been on vacation and trying to get stuff done. I've been... I've been I've been trying to hurry up and get stuff done on vacation, which is stupid, but because I know that nine days off really isn't a whole lot of time now. I mean, it's a I used to think it was like a lot of time and I could do everything and, you know, reorganize the house and purge everything. No, that doesn't happen in nine days. No, no. So I've been, no, I'm doing well though. I'd take a few more days off, but I think anybody would. I had two weeks off and I could have used a few more days. Uh, you had to come and work for me. Well, that's true, I guess. That's... That probably contributes to needing more time off. Yeah. 
Um, I was going to say something else. I was going to say, I don't remember. So anyway, since I can't remember what I was going to say. What you got going on knitting wise? You got to your I vacation? I need new music. I keep telling you, you can, you pick your pick music. I have to pick my own. Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll pick, I'll pick something own. else if you don't want that. You should put together some recommendations. Oh, that's so much work. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I have not finished anything. No. Yeah, the FO's uh, column is pretty blank there. It is completely blank. It's almost. Almost. It's like almost. A, there's one like right here, like halfway in between the whips and the foes. Yep. yep. Um, which is my uh, my West Coast cardigan and the Briggs and Little Country roving. Um, that has been a ton of fun to knit. And now I can talk about it because I've been conversing with Jane about it for weeks now. Yeah. And um Jane is having a knit along um, for the West Coast Cardigan in the new year. So um, it is officially starting Tuesday, January 10th. Um, but we are doing special orders at the store on Briggs and Little through noon on Monday the 9th. And then I'll have some extra coming in that will be in stock. So I'll be updating those um, Tuesday afternoon as yes. soon as I so get yourself a nice mention. Special order off of there. Get yourself a nice mention on her blog. She did shout out for Firefly Fibers when she announced the knit along. So that was pretty cool. Well, and her and I were talking when I I emailed her initially because I was trying to find and I actually I blogged about this yesterday. I think it was, yeah. was it yesterday. Um, so I I blogged about the 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 project and the yarn. The yarn is very unique. It is and. I was trying. It looks like it's not quite fully spun. It's not. <laughs> well, there you go. It's roving yarn. That's why it looks that way? But it's like a it's it's a it's a five five strand pencil roving, and I I don't say it's it's a five strand and not a five ply because it is not. There's no twist to it. No, not at all. So, what I was trying to find something to substitute for it because I didn't want to bring in a whole new yarn line just for like one sweater. Right. But. Um, after I went back and forth with Jane a few times, and I had spreadsheets up, and I was doing all so Jane the, Richmond. Yes, Jane. Jane Richmond. Say your last name, so yes. everybody, so everybody probably knows. But if you don't, so I was doing all the all the geeky math and everything, and I just I couldn't get it to work out. I mean, it was going to be like too expensive, and it was going to be too heavy, and nobody needs a ten pound sweater. So, yeah, Andre the Giant could probably wear a ten pound sweater. He wouldn't even notice. He would probably have to have a ten pound okay. sweater. Yeah. But so I. I emailed her and I'm like, I, I don't, I've never seen the yarn. What is the yarn like? And she explained it to me. And so I ended up getting in touch with Briggs and Little and that's how we ended up with it at the store. And as soon as it came, I opened up the the bag and, which it literally was a brown paper bag. bag. Normally things come in boxes. So when that showed up, that was pretty cool. Canada ships things differently. So I get yarn in brown paper bags. And if it's too big for, if it's too much for a brown paper bag, it comes in a big burlap bag. Yeah, big burlap sack. And our poor, our poor uh, fill-in uh, female male person has to carry it in when our and it, it came on a day when our regular mailman was off, so she had to drag comes dragging a big burlap bag yeah. and it has a priority tape around it. But yeah, so it's as soon as I opened up the the bag the first time, I, I there I don't think there's anything that's going to substitute as well for it. Yeah, that's well, so, a pretty unique yarn. Yeah, between like the the yardage, the the price on it. Um, and I have to have it shipped from Canada, so it ends up costing a little bit more here. But it's it's a it's it's a really nice yarn, and it smells so sheepy. Yeah, Rella thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tried to eat it earlier. 
So, yeah, so I was, uh, when I contacted Jane and was asking her about it, because I was surprised, because there was so much buzz around the pattern, or around when she was, uh, last year when she was just kind of playing around and experimenting with um, the style of sweater, and um, she released the, it took her almost a year to get the pattern released, and she released the pattern, and, like, there were, like, 30 projects, and the pattern released in September, and I thought, oh, this is really, like, what is going on? And then I started trying to look for the yarn, and... There's the problem. Yeah. The roadblock was finding the yarn. Yeah, and, I mean, there's so many techniques in there. I don't know if it's the techniques that are, you know, I don't know, I, I'm not, I don't know what the what the roadblock is with it, but, um, so we, um, I couldn't find anyone in the U.S. that carried it online, so... I ended up ordering it from Briggs and Little, and they are wonderful to work with. And we will be stocking it at the store. And I'm excited to try it for other projects too, not just yeah. for this sweater. But um, so she has a the, the Nalanga starts on Tuesday, and I am going to be wrapping up my um, my West Coast card again, and then I will be casting on another to knit along with Jane's knit along. Very fun. So um, I the, all the information is in the blog post from yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, and... And? Jane has a... This is why I pulled it up. Um, Jane actually has a... Um, Jane has... Discount code? Yes. And that's what I thought we were going. Um, yeah, so she's... The Knit Along... All the details can be found on her blog. If you go to obesityarnista.com, um, it's the most recent blog post on there. Um, so Jane's discount code is for 25 percent off the west coast cardigan pattern um now through the cast on date of january january 10th um the discount code is wccal for west coast cardigan knit along cool so that's on ravelry so yeah 25 percent off i think the pattern is 7.95 us dollars so um yeah go get it even if you can't knit it now this is a good time to get the pattern um, if you think you might want to be knitting it in the future. Because, I mean, it's it's seriously fun. So there's two versions of the pattern. There's one that's um, the the design that um, the the, sti- the color work design that she has, that she shows in the pattern. Um, but then she also has some blank sheets for each size. Um, so you can design your own if you want. And there's somebody that designed one that's really cool. It has, um, it's like a, a picture of her own dog on the back. So How did she do that? It just she she filled in the squares. Huh. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's happening. And um, Jane has a thread on Ravelry, and there are a couple people in there. This is their first knit along, so it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Did you want to talk about your your issue that you had today? Oh, there was an issue. <laughs> so this is a good a pro tip <sighs> from Elisa the Arnista. When you're working on your West Coast cardigan, make sure Lisa. Make sure you know you're right from the left. <laughs> it's important. Oh, Lord. Because both sleeves are not exactly the same. Because if you look at the, the pattern for this thing, if you look at pictures of it, it's got like little pointy There are arrows, arrows. that are going across like the chest area and yeah. they carry across the arms. And you want them to be going the same way. And was it last? Yesterday I was working on the sleeve. Oh. And I was so excited and I got, I came to show you and I looked in the mirror and I said, oh, Oops. Do you have a beep button? Because, yeah, I said, oh, and then some more words, and then I kind of wanted to just go and cry. <laughs> so I, I worked um, the right arm chart on the left arm. So 
the arrows were not going the right way, and I did not look at it until I had bound it off. Mm-hmm. And they were, yeah. So was I was, was going to cry. But you didn't. I didn't. I was fully prepared to rip it back. Yeah. And but what did you say? I said, don't do that. There's got to be another way. <laughs> and there was. So what did you say? This was, like, amazing to me that you, like, you knew that you, well, you, you, did you know there was a way or were you just like well, trying not to try no. to keep me from from like falling into but, a pile of goo and crying? I don't I don't know I don't know the the construction <laughs> or the technique behind it, but I figured if you have the if the right sleeve is on the left side, why not just take that sleeve off and put it on the other side? So keep in mind those of you that understand knitting, this is a top down raglan, so you work the sleeves from the top down. So. You can't just unseam the sleeve. And so he, you said this, and I'm just like, well, I can't do that. And then I thought, well, wait a second. Why can't I do that? Yeah. So it it actually, yeah, it was, it was very stressful. But I did it. But you got it. I and did it. It looks good now that you, yeah. Now that I took it off. There. and Well, and it's not, I mean, it's, it's. It, there are so many challenges with it because one, I mean, it's a top-down raglan. So then you have to try and graft, you have to try and take something off and then get stitches picked back up, which is always, you know, challenging. You have to do Kitchener stitch. And then on top of all of that, you have color work that you have to try and contend with. And then um, just to make things even more fun, you're again working with a five strand pencil roving, which has, doesn't have the structural integrity of applied yarn. Sure. Well, so, you showed me when you just pulled some of that apart. It came. I was surprised. It just fluffs right apart. Yeah. And one of the colors where I was thinking about. So what I did is I ended up taking off. I took the sleeve off of the. the I took the right sleeve off of the left hand side. Yeah. And um, as I was taking it out, um, I picked the because I'm doing a dark gray and a light gray, and the dark gray actually for some reason is quite a bit. Um, it's not as strong as it comes apart a lot easier yeah, than the other one. Surprising and weird. And well, I'm wondering <laughs> almost maybe I almost wonder maybe if it's a dyed, if it's been dyed and that's why, because it's, it's been dyed, it kind of takes away some of that structural integrity to it. Yeah. Cause black has like all of the colors in it. So whatever the reason is I was taking, I was picking out that round and as I'm picking it out, it's just falling apart. And I'm like, I don't know how oh, I'm going to, because I'm after Kitchener this. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know how I'm going to do it. So um, I was lucky enough. I found a spot that was um, between two of the lighter grays that I was able to do it. But yeah, you can't even tell. It took a while. I did have to because the, the the yarn did not hold up all the way through, which I didn't expect it to because I think the sleeves are 30 three stitches for my size so i didn't expect it to hold up all the way through because every stitch you have to go through twice so that's 66 times you're gonna have to pull the same Mm -hmm. yarn through so it started falling apart a few times but the nice thing with the yarn is that it is it's it's really sticky um and you can take and like overlap it to um like when you're joining a new a new ball you don't need to like you just kind of like pull out and you can just overlap things Mm. or you can just spit join it a little bit um so it it does join easily it comes apart really easily but it's super sticky and really honestly it smells really good when you spit join it because it smells even (laughs) cheapier 
which is probably really gross, but well, it depends on who you are. Some oh, people like that. Some people so probably good. don't. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And I, I actually took a picture of the detached sleeve with the sweater. I should have taken a picture before, um, but I was just, I was too heartbroken. Yeah. So yeah, it happens. This is the second time I've been like on a time crunch and put a sleeve on. Well, I didn't put a sleeve <laughs> on and didn't done a sleeve wrong. Cause I had another sweater that I, I yoked a bottom up yoked sweater that I attached, um, one of the sleeves with the. Um, the wrong way. The increases were on the top of the sleeve. Yeah. So everybody so. still make mistakes. Everybody thinks that at some point you talk about this, like in your your beginning knitting classes, right? It's like uh, at what point do you just not make mistakes anymore? People and, ask me that all the time, and I'm yeah. like, you still make mistakes. It just at this point mistakes. they're bigger. Right. But it, it it comes down to one of those things. If you make these mistakes, like like the the yoke sweater, or this. I mean, so I cut off that sleeve. I have enough yarn. Like the two sizes up still use the same amount of yarn as the one that I'm doing. So a sleeve isn't going to make it so I'm going to run out of yarn. And like I said, it joins easily so I can always frog the sleeve and do something else. So, you know, what is the, what is the, there, there, there's no risk in trying to do it a different way. Right. Try and fix it. If you can't fix it, then redo it. You can always tear it out and redo it. But at least because like this, like you said, it would have taken you probably a couple hours hours or more, whatever, to to redo the whole thing. So probably four hours to redo the sleeve. Yeah. So, yeah, just try it. Yep. And, you know, and I find I love I love the challenges. I feel like a rock star when I'm done. When you get it again. When I'm like, dude, I took off a sleeve. I unpicked, took off a sleeve and put it on the other arm. Yeah. Yeah. I need a cape. <laughs> you can knit yourself a cape. No, I have other things to knit. Oh, okay. oh speaking of other things that I'm going to... So that is, I'll have um, I'll have finished pictures. And if you want to join along with um, Jane's Knit Along, that would yeah. be wonderful. I know Jane is just... It's been a lot of fun conversing with her back and forth on this. we kind of been feeding off of each other for enthusiasm. And I can't wait to send her the picture of my detached sleeve. And she'll be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you will not be the only one to have done that. No, it it's got to be. I can't imagine that that's not a, a, a common or not an uncommon thing. Oh, I would just if I did not, if I wasn't comfortable, you know, just saying, you know what, it's knitting and, you know, either I'm going to rip it back or see if I can fix it. I would probably just have thrown it in a corner. Yeah. And it's not the pattern's fault. It's totally my fault because right. I'm looking at it and yeah, you need to. Yeah, it is a perfect example of. You know, like in when you do like any sort of like cutting with wood or anything, what measure? Measure twice, twice cut and, once. Yeah. I, in my case, measure like four or five times and then like sweat a lot and cut once and hope you got it right. Yeah. Triple check everything before you get going because, yeah. Yeah. And I even I wrote down in my class notes for for the class because we're doing the class starts on Tuesday, which I mean, we're well before the sleeves. So yeah. they'll enjoy this. But, yeah, I, I wrote down in my class notes that make sure you're looking. Because you knit the sleeves inside out to keep the tension even. Oh. So you don't get the cut. So the color work doesn't end up too tight and, you know, you have sausage sleeves. Um, so, yeah, again, tons of technique packed into the, the sweater, into the sweater pattern. Um, but, yeah, I wrote on the, on, the, on the handout, double check on when you're looking at the wrong side, look yeah. at the right side and make sure everything looks right. But, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Right. 
So, yeah, if anyone's curious about that, I'm just looking at my uh, at the blog post. If anybody's curious about what the Briggs and Little comes, like the package looks like, I'll be posting something on the Facebook page, um, the Firefly um, Instagram and Facebook page later this week. But if you want to see what it looks like in the meantime, I do have a picture of the Briggs and Little packages. A very on the fancy blog black post. and white picture. Yeah. Yeah. And the burlap bags and the brown paper bag so yeah and it, i mean it, it seems like it's it's fitting since the yarn comes in like big half pound cakes yeah, so, yeah huge yeah it's huge so um jane also mentioned a friend of hers is using the country roving for her entwine um scarf from the new book within oh, okay and i think it'll i think it'd be really beautiful for that and it'd be like less than 30 bucks for the scarf so cool. i like the chill but if you're looking for something a little bit sheepier and a little less merino-y and mm-hmm. um, yeah, the the Briggs Little is really nice. So what else do I have going on in the needles? Um, I have been working on my um, Opal Advent calendar socks again, um, but that's been kind of in between like my brain being fried from handouts and color work and trying to concentrate so yeah. um but yeah those i think i'm about halfway done with my second paramount ready to insert the um the waist yarn for the heel um i feel like there's something else oh the new firefly fibers uh knit along is in progress so that will hopefully hoping next week or two that will be available in progress by you is that what you're yeah. saying okay yeah so yep it's on the needles knitting on it yep Yep, I started a little while ago. But you can't and share what it is. Not yet. Okay. Not yet, but I don't think anybody will be disappointed. It's one that has been sitting at the top of Ravelry for the projects or the patterns for quite a while. Oh, nice. Not at the very top, because those always change. But, oh, of course. But yeah, it's been sitting close to the top. Oh. Oh. The house is not actually on fire, but it might be if at least it doesn't go... Well, it's not going to be on fire, but the... The bread might fall flat. I'll be right back. Lisa's going to be right back. And you'll actually be talking about this next, right? Probably. She's going to run down the stairs. Hopefully she doesn't trip and fall on the way down or the way back up. I have a feeling I'm talking really loud. No, that's better. Make, and I'll let her. I was let her. I was going to spoil the surprise and say what she's doing right now. But something is in the oven that needs to not be in the oven anymore. So she's going to run down and get it. Our timing is not great right now, <laughs> but we wanted to eat this today, so we had to. Oh, man! I heard you come up the stairs. It was this. This microphone stand is not doing its job. Making the big rumbly noises. All so, right, Elisa. It's so all be- the vacation eating I've been doing. Yeah. So before we get into what you were, are you done with the knitting stuff? By the way, is that that was it, right? I think so. I mean, there's nothing else really exciting. I haven't had a chance to really do much else. I've been. I have been knitting, so that's good. That's very good, because that's been a while since you've been able to seriously get into some knitting. All right, so before we get into the next segment, I'm going to do this. I almost lost my bottle opener there. 
All right, so let's talk about this for a second. Uh-oh. I hope the video is still recording because it just uh, it just paused and stopped, and we're not moving <laughs> so our first. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. So that may or may not work right when that gets uploaded. I don't know what was happening in the background, but all of a sudden we were frozen. It was like looking at a picture of ourselves. Anyway, so... I'm going to talk about this real quick before we get into the, the what you've been doing in the kitchen on your vacation. So I was not going to buy, I wasn't going to buy any beer this week because I went to Costco and I'm like, well, I don't need anything because you got me a, a six pack last week of a nice. Uh, I did because IPA. it had like a, a a zombie with a gas mask. It was a skeleton. Was it? I think it was a skeleton with sunglasses and like a Russian the Russian hat. What's the Russian hat called? No, it wasn't a Russian hat. It was like a uh, the hat with it was the like ear flaps on it. Yeah. And then a couple other ones, and I had some for my mom yet. But then I went to Costco, and they... The downfall of everybody's life. They have, well, I'm going to use the air quotes, craft, craft beer at Costco. It's Kirkland brand, and it looks like this for those of you that are watching. It's got, like, like the most kind of boring this label looks like it's from like the 60s or something the 50s i feel like i may have seen this when i was there with marie and i didn't get it for really? you really because i've never so it's 20 bucks for a i couldn't case. I, well i was happy when i found the beer because i couldn't find the beer i was looking really hard to find the beer and i couldn't find it and then i found it and i'm like well there's oh because we were looking for beer for marie yeah but she probably didn't need a, a 24 case. pack no, not for the weekend that she not was for here the three days she was here well, maybe she did. So official review is, it's not great. It's, oh. It tastes, well, I mean, it tastes cheap. It's not expensive. It tastes about as what it cost. <laughs> but, so I'm trying the pale ale. And so, it's got like the light blue, like pastel-y looking label on it. It's kind of weird. So I don't know if I'm going to get this again. There's three different kinds. So there's this one, there's a brown ale, there's an IPA, and there's a, like an oatmeal stout or something like that. So I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to pick up a bottle of the Costco whiskey for me sometime. They have Kirkland whiskey? Except, oh yeah, I'm sure they do. Except it, that's, I suppose that's a big vodka. commitment. If it's not good? You never know. I might like that. Well, but if it's not good, then we can use it for whiskey cream. There you go. Ooh. What do you... Oh. So I got this. Don't break that. I'm afraid you're going to break off the... Toss. I'm afraid you're going to break off Door County. Speaking of Marie... I got I got this from Marie. This is well, for, I guess I shouldn't say I got this because most people aren't seeing this right now. Uh, it's a wooden. It's like a cutout in the shape of Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, with all kinds of holes in it where you can put bottle as caps. opposed to the other Wisconsin. Yes, <laughs> as opposed to the nation of Wisconsin. So, my plan for this was oh. I was I was going to like it's it's Wisconsin. It is. So the state. I am going to fill this with bottle caps from beer from Wisconsin. So you can put one of your Kirkland from Stevens Point there. Well, unfortunately, that's my question is I don't know that I want to do that. (laughs) Because. Oh, so Kirkland has let you down is what I'm hearing. I'll try the other ones. I'll try the IPA. I'm hoping that that one's okay. But yeah, because. I'm going to have all kinds of new Glarus. Well, Port Huron doesn't really have much on their bottle caps, but, you know, all the fun, fancy bottle caps, and then, like, Kirkland. <laughs> I guess that can still be fun, right? It's That's an awful lot of holes. So. Well, that's what I thought, too, is, like, how many do you think are on here? Uh, probably 50? 100? 50? 
It's a bunch. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that many beers from... Well, I suppose I could over a period of time. Oh, no. You can get that many beers. <laughs> a, but from Wisconsin. It's going to be... A, it'll be a challenge. I'll accept the challenge. Does it need to be all from Wisconsin? Well, that was my plan because it's a, it's a Wisconsin thing. It, it was originally... It was just going to be like whatever bottle caps I had... But then I'm like, it's the state of Wisconsin. I should just put Wisconsin beers in there. Doesn't that make sense? Or maybe you can put your favorite beers in there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, see, I'm afraid. There we go. Door County is going to go bye-bye. Yeah, it's a little fragile, that yeah. piece of it. I got an necklace. Yeah, you did. So it's fun because you and Marie, you, you exchange Christmas gifts through the mail every year we do and so she got that for me and some chocolate covered oreos which i promptly ate with my mouth and you put did, them in I my belly a, yeah years are gone and i still have my uh my instrums which instrums anybody that doesn't know what instrums is it's a really really good uh toffee from um it's a place in colorado that really good stuff dark chocolate is really good um, but she got me a necklace. That it, I mean, and you said it looks like it's made out of a penny. I think it made it's from a penny because you can still kind of see some of the stuff around the outside. So it's a it's like a it looks like a hammered out penny, and yeah. then it has it's stamped with stamped with uh, the Rocky Mountain skyline, and it says native on the top because I am a Colorado native, a native of Colorado. So oh. yeah, but yeah, it was a uh, it was good. Oh, and then yeah, I think Christmas is pretty much done now. Finally, um, yeah friend of mine gave me which i didn't talk about this before uh bay leaf wreath oh which yeah really really super cool because i love bay leaves and i've i have seen herbal le- herbal wreaths before and now i have one and they're so practical yeah you just go pull a couple leaves just off when you need leaves it and off and yeah i imagine after a few months it's going to look a little sad I think it's going to look about how it looks right now. I think that's about it. It's all dried up now. Yeah. Well, but like as you start pulling the leaves off oh, after a year, it's going to be, be like yeah. It's going to be more than a couple left. months, though. <laughs> but you, you get I'll, 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 I'll space it around so it'll yeah. look equally sparse all the way around. So yeah, I got that, and then um, the same friend she gave me uh, um, her son is learning wire wrapping, and she gave me oh, a yeah, that was really necklace nice. with uh, um, oyster shells and wire wrapped and earrings. And, um, of course, some more whack jars, because I love whack jars. I didn't have the whack jars that she gave me, and I told her when we were at supper, I said, oh, I'm going to get home. Mike's going to be like, oh, more jars. In all shapes and sizes. Oh, they're really awesome. Though. They're, like, really large, the tulip jars. They're really cool. And then and the then. last package... Um, I open it up. I'm like, I can't see what this is. And I'm like trying to pull the bag out of the bag and trying to figure out what it is. It's a quarter of a lamb. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're um, we were out at uh, the natural way eating supper and exchanging our Christmas gifts, you know, a week and a half late. And um, meat, the she, gift of meat. meat. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody I guess nobody in her house likes lamb. So she had an opportunity to get um some lamb from somebody that she works with and natural way couldn't take it so there i am taking natural ways lamb but yeah so she gave me a quarter of lamb so i got some ribs and some chops and some ground lamb so i'm really excited very cool are we talking about food by the way oh yeah what are we talking about oh yeah i don't know i figure you can't not do this right it's yeah. I don't know. We kind of moved on to the next segment without just, actually it, it, just organically. We went from the beer 
That's true. It flowed. It flowed like beer. Um, so last week we were talking about the that we were going to eat all day. And then we did. And we did. We had, oh, he's looking like he's going to make a noise. Um, <coughs> oh, that was really loud. Sorry, everybody. Um, the pork and Napa oh, cabbage here. soup. Um, I made that and it was really, really good. And um, Michelle said it's yeah. Michelle Tam from Nom Nom Paleo said it's really good for breakfast. And it is really good for breakfast. That was super easy. Well, I, I missed what you were talking the, about. The pork and Napa cabbage <laughs> soup. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. That one was good. I, I don't know if I like that better or the... <laughs> no, oh, good. Two of them. <laughs> Logan's in. Hi, Logan. Come here, monkey. He's just going to stand there. He's good. Stand there and pant. He does exist. <laughs> He's just not as in your face. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the... That, the Olive Garden soup that we, or the, like the Zuppa Toscana. The, I think I like the pork and Napa cabbage better in some ways. Yeah. But I mean, it, was, it was way easier. It was really, really easy. So I'm looking forward to making that. And I said I couldn't find fresh shiitakes here in Beaver Dam. And I was at another grocery store and I found them. And you found some. I did. I found them. Wow. This is, <laughs> oh boy. Everybody's making an appearance today. Yeah. Hi guys. So yeah, I made that, and then um, oh, I made those the sticky sesame chicken wings. Also, another Nom Nom Paleo recipe. Those were so good. Yeah, those are really yeah. good. I may have eat, I ate the leftovers for oh. breakfast on Tuesday. Good. Um, and then um, I made scotch eggs. And those are probably my favorite thing ever. Now, really, I've never had scotch eggs. I don't know because it's a little different than normal ones, right? Because of the the coating or the breading or whatever. Well, they're not deep fried, right? The well, ones that I made are, which is oh man, if you deep fried those, how good would that how be? How greasy would they be? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. They're well, they're deep fried, and then the ones that I made are gluten free. They're uh, coated, and I believe they're paleo too. Um, they're coated in. Um, Crushed pork rinds. Yeah. Because so I can't, because they're usually breadcrumbs and deep fried. I don't think they would have as much flavor if they were just breadcrumbs. Or would you f- like season them differently? I don't think you'd season them differently. I think it would just, yeah. I think the, I think the, the extra pork on the pork is really good. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are really, those are good. We actually had a smorgasbord of leftovers this morning for breakfast <laughs> and we shared breakfast. the leftover one. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good. And we had them with, uh, um, actually, I posted a picture on Instagram, too. Um, we had them with a uh, salad and... Right, we had a salad, I think. Yeah, salad okay. and grapes. Salad. Oh, no. I mean, last week, though. we had. Did we have them with a salad last week? Oh, we didn't week? have salad. Uh, and uh, a yeah. mix of mustard. I think we had Dijon and some um, stone ground. Yeah, it was good. So, yeah, those are really good. And it heated up. It heated up just fine in the microwave. I did microwave for a little bit just to get it warm and then popped it in the oven to cr- crunch it up. Mm-hmm. It was good. It worked out really well. The other thing I made this week that I haven't ever made before, and it made me think of Gilmore Girls, and then it made me very disappointed because this recipe is not in the Cook Like a Gilmore book. Yeah. Um, Asobuco. Because Max made Asobuco for Lorelai. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? She said, well, what is this? It's an, um, something about something and... He said, well, it's a, a recipe from an old lady and something about an old lady being his girlfriend, an old girlfriend or something like that. So it wasn't, yeah. So it wasn't a, a recipe from an old girlfriend. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed that the Asobuco wasn't in there. So. Yeah. And it's like, it's, 
the the recipe I had, I don't think it wasn't like traditional asobuco because we just used um, like I took a roast and chopped it up and. Oh, that's not normally how it how it I is. I don't know. I think usually you have meat that has bone with marrow in it and everything, and mm. I did not have that option. Yeah. Because again, we're in Beaver Dam. I could have, I probably got, could have gone to Leroy's, but I want to go all the way to Horicon to yeah, get something for, for one dish. For, yeah, meat for a meal. So, but yeah, it was really good. Oh, and actually, that's what's in the that's what's in the um in the instant pot as a crock pot tonight. Because I'm using the instant pot as a crock pot because so I have the tempered glass lid. Not instant tonight. No, we saved the uh, saved the leftovers from was that Thursday. You know, I don't even know anymore what day it is. I think it was Thursday supper. Saved it in nature's freezer. Yeah. It's the only good thing about I'll the back. winter. You can put stuff outside and it stays cold or it freezes or... When it's four degrees, you don't need to worry about trying to find room in the fridge for uh, yeah leftover asobuco. And then in the oven, when I had to run out, I have cassava flour... Um, uh, oh, cas- I cassava flour, about that part. Uh, French bread in the, in the <laughs> oven right now. It's a recipe from, um, let's see here. It is, I don't know. They don't have, uh, oh, from Otto's something, from Otto's Naturals. Um, they have cassava flour, and this is the first time I've gotten cassava flour, and I was checking out their website. A friend of mine recommended their pizza crust and um, their tortillas. And I was poking around on their website, and they have a recipe for it's called real deal grain free crusty French bread mm. with cassava flour and arrowroot. So we have, and apparently I was all excited to make a baguette, but you can't really make a baguette with it because unless you have the the baguette pan, because apparently oh. it just is gonna all because it's gluten free, it's all gonna just oh just flatten out like a yeah. it could be like a big cookie. Yeah, so um, I have it in a springform pan right now with some parchment paper, and we're going to have like a, I don't know what that's called, a roll, I don't know, like a big, oh, like a, round, big a round loaf. Like the artisan A round loaf, yeah, thing. I'm making artisan bread right now. Yeah, that's pretty fancy. I know. Artisan. So, yeah, so that's in the, yeah, it's been a long time since I've had normal bread, and this sounds like it might be pretty, and it was super easy. And that's the thing with like gluten free bread and paleo bread. It's so difficult. It's 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 always really really involved and yeah, eighteen million steps and weird ingredients. And this is like cassava flour and this is a free recipe on their website. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. She's talking to Rollo, by the way. Yeah. So it's just it's, it's not me again. You got to be specific, Lisa, because people can't see what we're doing here. Water, maple syrup, yeast, eggs, cassava flour, arrowroot, salt, and butter. So it's so super it's not easy. the uh, artisan bread in five minutes book. <laughs> a little more than five I, minutes. I really do. Well, and I did that for a long time, and I really missed mm-hmm. that because it was super easy. They do have a gluten free version, and I feel like maybe because I did the original one that I feel kind of let down by the gluten free because it's much more complicated, and it I don't feel like it's five minutes a day. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, but this is, this was really great because I mean, it's super easy. Yeah. It was 20 minutes for the yeast. And then I think, was it 45 minutes to let it rise? So it's 45 minutes. That's what the destruction said anyway. Yep. So we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. I'll take a picture and post it on the Facebook. There you go. 
I think, oh, and then I'll have, uh, I, I was talking about the meal planning stuff, and this week I haven't had a chance to You've been teasing that, that for about three weeks already. That's My goal is tomorrow or Monday. All right, okay. I've blogged twice this week already. Yeah. Which is more than a long time. Yeah. So. It's activity yeah. in the blog again. It's good. It's yep. good. Yep. And I've been having fun. I've been having a lot of fun doing good. it. So there'll be more of that to come. So what happens when it's not December. Or November, because November's November. crazy, too. Yeah. So. What else? Anything else in the kitchen? Is that, that's it? I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, looks like... I don't think I've been doing anything else, really. That's quite a bit. I froze some bananas. I mean, that's not very that's exciting, true. Though. Speaking of the, uh, the nature's freezer, those uh-huh. were outside for a while today. Yeah, because we don't have room for a pan in our freezer, because we have to get the yeah, freezer emptied. For... That's a, the problem with those, those freezers, is you have to, like empty basically empty them out and defrost them once a year at least once a year and it's coming up to time to do that because it's easier in the winter because you just put stuff outside and empty the freezer let it defrost and put everything back in but you have to carry everything outside take everything because our freezer is in the basement it'd be good to do it on a coal on a cloudy day because then we can put it on the front porch it's tough to do it on a normal day because Uh, that front porch gets awfully warm yeah even even if it's not because it's always going to be oh just open the screen on the front door well, then that defeats the whole purpose. Let's take it outside. <laughs> but then you don't slip and fall on the, you know, yeah, the, that's true. The, the, the snow that started melting and then it got Ice. rained on and then it was, you, you can know, see the ground four. now. It snowed how much? And now all of a sudden you can see the ground. It's I didn't expect that was going to happen. And it's coated with ice. Yeah, it's just basically a sheet of ice in the back. Well, actually everywhere at this point. And birdseed. And birdseed, <laughs> which Logan pees in, I noticed. What? Well, today he did once. <laughs> Maybe that's why Rollo's throwing up. Uh, it could be. He's eating pea bird seed. Oh, what was gosh. I saying before we started the podcast? I feel like the worst dog parents ever. Well, only while we're recording, though, right? Only while we're recording. We Otherwise, that, I feel no. like I'm okay. But, <laughs> yeah. He's doing okay again. Doing okay again. He, I don't know. Something got He got ants in his pants for a minute, and now he's doing okay again. All right, so let's see. We're done with all that good stuff. Let's move it on to the next one. I'm looking for feedback on this because I don't know. It's time for the only, the hardest-hitting Canadian Canoes in the world. If you want Canadian Canoes, there's only one place you can go. That's the Elisa the Arnista podcast. I'm it's sitting serious. with John Stossel right now. <laughs> Why John Stossel? Is there, is, I don't know. Is Out there of all is the there people in the world? <laughs> no, that's think... who I thought of. <laughs> John because I feel like all of a sudden we're going to end up in like with with a with a hidden camera somewhere. I feel like the the music is so dramatic that there's going to be something super <laughs> sneaky somewhere. No, that's the thing. It's because it's very serious. The Canadian Canoes is very serious from all throughout. Actually, the first one is pretty serious. <laughs> so. Oh, Michael, don't don't laugh now. No, but the, you, you this is you, Elisa. You're the one that's laughing, not me. This is a really good story. So this one, um, I'm gonna. Uh, this is his name is Meat. <laughs> I'm gonna try this. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Mike, it's time be for very serious. Time time for some Canadian canoes. That whole like thirty seconds. <laughs> 
previous didn't actually happen. We're going to start over with a very serious news story. And this, again, I like this one a lot. So, Do, do you want to start with a different one? Headline. No, we're going to finish with okay. something not quite so serious. Okay. Headline. Meet Simon Peter Otoyo, the ex-child soldier fighting stereotypes in Uganda. This is a heck of a story. So if you, if anybody is aware or you may not be aware of uh, a thing called the Lord's Resistance Army, a guy named Joseph Coney, this guy, he's bad news. Um, so actually, I'm just going to start reading. So when the pestilence of war strikes, it doesn't spare children or their mothers. Children don't just die from hunger or diseases. They also die in crossfires on battlefields. Their innocence does not exempt them from death. Uganda has seen series of civil unrest. Uh, during the course of these unrest, kids were kidnapped from their houses and strapped with guns and given mandates to shoot and kill. Simon Peter Otoyo was one of these kids. He was taken by rebels of Joseph Kony's Lord's Resistance Army from his village in northern Uganda with his hands tied behind his back and marched alongside three of his brothers to a rebel camp in the bush. So this is something that's been going on for decades. This this guy, and, and that's, I guess, kind of tells you what's happening right now, is that this guy is going, he's a, he's a rebel in the city uh, or in the country of Uganda, uh, takes these kids and basically brainwashes them, makes him uh, makes them fight in the army and in their... In their um, I guess they're fighting force with them. Um, so this man, Peter Otoyo, he was blinded. There's a He was in a firefight in a battle back in 1996. Uh, a bullet pierced his temple and made its way to the, the back of his left eye, after which he spent uh, 10 days in a coma. The bullet was not removed from his eye for nine years, and for nine years he was forced to endure the pain. So eventually he did get that, uh, the bullet removed, and then he did uh, he escaped. After an ambush from the rebel camp in the forest has turned his life around, has now become an advocate for the blind in Uganda. So there's a stigma of people who have disabilities in Uganda. And not even just Uganda. It's kind of all over the place. But there's a lot of... like superstitions and things like that, the people that, you know, if you have a disability or if you have some sort of an ailment or this, like uh, for Simon Peter, who was blind, that you must have done something to deserve it. Um, or, you know, that, that, that uh, you know, you've been stricken with this for some sort of a, some sort of a reason. Um, well, and I assume like there, it's even more of a, there's more of a stigma attached to it too, because if it's something that looks like you were injured. It looks like you know, you did something wrong. I mean, it's not like yeah. you just like you just can't see. You, you know, like you were born blind. I mean, if you have, you know, I don't know, they do bad things. So. Yeah. So, and saying now that he's uh, he's now thirty one, he has a full time job of rewriting stereotypes tacked on blind people while teaching knitting classes to students at the uh, Amora Foundation Vocational T- uh, Training Institute. This job at Amora enables him to support his wife and ten month old son. Uh, so at first I did not think he would be able to teach us anything. My family asked me if it was true that a blind man can teach, and my brother even came here to see for himself, said uh, Awelo Jonas, a 16-year-old student of a Toyo knitting class who has begun to make money from knitting scarves and sweaters. Is he chewing on his foot again? He's chewing on his foot. Oh, he's got something to go with that yeah, foot. Yeah, it's not like somebody's banging on the front door, so. Oh, who knows? Somebody's probably driving by. Hey. Um, so basically that's, that's what this guy has done is he's taken that his, you know, his situation as a child and he's, um, you know, using that to, to help and to better, uh, mainly, I guess, women in his area, teaching them how to knit, teaching them how to provide them for themselves and for their family. Um, but it's, it, you know, you think about what, what this guy and, and, uh, you know, a lot of kids and, and young people like him have gone through in that, in that area of the country, area of the world. It's crazy. Uh, you know, it's one of those things you can't even imagine what, what that must be like. 
Um, and he says here, I've worked hard to open the eyes of the community to show them that the blind should be supported. We will change their minds, but we haven't reached that point yet. Uh, by learning a skill and passing it on to others, Atoyo is not only changing the narrative around disabled people, his work of knitting has also helped him to overcome a trauma, or the trauma of a decade spent fighting under one of the world's most brutal rebel groups. They trained us to use guns and to abduct other children. They made us do things, but the teaching helps me forget what happened. Friendship, a good home, living well, all these things help me to move forward. No condition is permanent, and for the first time, I am free. So it's pretty crazy. You think about, you know, occasionally you get your the right sleeve on the left side of your sweaters, maybe not, maybe not such a big deal. You know, it keeps the, keeps things in perspective. And just to think about, you know, some people are going through some uh, things that are far worse than, than, you know, any of us, most of us here in the United States could even begin to imagine what it must be like to go through, go through the kinds of things that some people around the world are, are working through right now. Well, and I think it's, we talked too about how knitting is good for the soul and healing and, you know, it's good for a lot of things. And I'm sure mm -hmm. that, you know, this is, this is definitely a higher level of it being good for people. Yeah. That's very nice. Um, so let's go to, Oh, that lady looks nice. Yeah. This lady is pretty nice. Actually, we're going to skip that nice looking lady. <laughs> We're going to go on to... What is this? Oh, that just looks not fun at all. These are insane. So these uh, these tiny knitted garments are smaller than a fingernail. And this is one that or you Or an have, eyelid. Or an eyelid. She's got two mittens on her eyelid and two gloves on her fingertip. So these, this is one that you have to post on, on your Facebook page and everywhere else. But a talented artist is providing or is proving to be an expert with a needle by creating amazingly tiny pieces of knitwear. So this woman knits not with yarn and knitting needles she made her own knitting needles and she knits with thread so the all of these things and this is not just like gloves and mittens i mean she's, and she's doing color, color work, work. Yeah, yeah i mean it's just yeah the like scandinavian looking glove i mean gloves i don't want to knit like normal gloves yeah she's doing like all five fingers are there she's got a thumb and everything i bet those are i-cord fingers you think so? Oh. It's hard to tell. I don't know. I'm just saying. It'd be hard to, to yeah, knit those little things in the... Oh, my gosh. Ugh. That does not look fun at all. Well, and she says sometimes it's not fun. She basically like, just did it kind of as, as a challenge to her. Oh, she... Um, we were talking about this the other day, which was really interesting because she did some knitting. I want to say it was, uh, was it gloves and a scarf or a hat and a scarf for Coraline. So if anybody's seen the movie, it's a stop motion uh, Tim Burton movie called Coraline. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out because it's really, really good. And I don't remember that much about it. We were saying a week or two ago that we should watch that again. Mm -hmm. And then this story popped up. I think it so. came up with something somewhere. I don't know if somebody was talking about it, but yeah, it was a really good movie. She knitting is relaxing, but I can't imagine like I, I mean I, I having to put like stitches back in a size thirteen needle yeah. that was like not terrible, um, but having to put like thread back on you know a microscopic needle that sounds like no fun at all. Yeah, and she says it can take anywhere from a week to six months to, to design and knit depending on the complexity. Uh, but a lot of that time is spent on design. She uses like a, a ten times or a ten magnitude or power whatever uh like magnifying glass so she knits through that with these little needles like i said that she she has made herself it's uh pretty intense i will let her keep going with her bad self on that yeah so we, we, that is 
amazing. We may post that one up, but she has the patience of a saint. People that say they don't have patience to knit. I don't yeah. have patience to do that. To do something like that. <laughs> I was going to frog a sleeve and that was making me a little uh, crazy today. But yeah, that's that take, the yeah. detail is pretty impressive. Yeah, she set a challenge for herself and that's... Uh, I bet she doesn't need her old lady glasses if she has like a 10 times magnifying <laughs> right. glass Probably with not. it. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, let's bind it off at this point, I think. Um, so if you want to follow Elisa between now and next week or in between episodes of the podcast, you can do so all I'll over the internet. probably be posting things, too. Yes, a couple new blog posts out there. Sounds like another one or two coming up on the way in the next uh, week or so. Uh, if you go to elisatheernista.com, that is the blog, but over kind of up in the upper right-hand corner, there's links to all the social media stuff. There's Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram and all that kind of good stuff that you can kind of look at. And if you're contemplating the West Coast cardigan... This is a really great time to do it, isn't it, along with Jane Richmond, because yeah. it's it's a super fun sweater. If you have any experience doing color work, don't worry about the rest of it. She has fabulous links in the pattern. It's just, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. And I'm doing it. I mean, I'm, I have to. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't not do it. I have to. <laughs> well, I'm keeping mine for me now, I think, so I have to knit another, another one for the another store. For the shop. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so good. Check all that stuff out. Have a good time there. Um, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you want to interact with us here at the podcast, send us an email podcast at elisatheyarnista.com and you can do that and we will talk about it here on the podcast at some point. Make sure you're sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Put it out there on Twitter. Put it out on Facebook. Help us grow. Help us reach out to a, a, a newer, bigger audience. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll talk more about Patreon next week. Depending on how this one goes, we might get that up there. And, and more about what Patreon is. Oh, I'm sorry. For those of you that didn't hear it in me talking, I fainted. Elisa so. fainted a little bit. It's okay. It's, she's fine now. All right, so let's go ahead and bite it off. And we will uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Cheers. But I haven't found a And now it's all enough for me. know what to say. I like to call this little number Stripe Sweater. <laughs>